Ooh. Hello and welcome to another podcast so soon, so soon after the last one. Hello to everybody just listening with their lug oils and hello, that's a wave of the hand, to everyone watching on Patreon. Sort this out, a few technical, <laughs> my calm. Now then, how are you? So, check me levels on me. This is almost professional. It is, it's half past eight in the morning. I've been up for a while, I'm an early riser. I've got me morning coffee on the go. And I'm one of these people who's just more, I'm more creative and, and motivated of a morning. In the hey oh, should we take a live call? No, she never do. Sorry about that, actually. <laughs> I have to cut that, won't I? Damn. Just had to cut that there because, and I'll tell you why. Just have a little sip of my coffee. <sighs> That's delicious. Right, so what I've got is I've got this speaker next to me because I thought, last time I tried to play a little audio clip from my laptop and because it's in front of the mic, it didn't really work very well. So I've, got, I've linked it up to this speaker so I can just put it here and you can hear things if we end up going down that road. <laughs> so it's early morning, as I say, it's half eight, having my morning coffee, and it was, uh, when did I do the other podcast? Maybe a day or two ago, so consistency. Oh, we've got a, we've got a voicemail, we've got a voice note. Yeah, morning, uh, my name's Steve Myers. I sent uh, an email via the website last night, but uh, I realised after I'd done it, I didn't put my mobile number on. So this is my mobile number, 0708518. So yes, yeah, so soon after the last podcast. Uh, but the thing is, when I'm on an upswing, I, uh, I get stuff done. And is it an upswing or is it just a sort of a byproduct of a mania that I unfortunately, or fortunately, I have to deal with on the regs? But anyway, we get stuff done and I'm a morning person. So we get it done in the morning. Uh, what, so what I'm going to do is if, if I can keep doing these more regularly, I'll just fill in on what I've been up to a little bit, maybe answer some questions, um, have a little look at current affairs. It's going to keep me up to date with current affairs, isn't it? Because normally I don't give a rat about it. It's too much. Watch me get super depressed because I start watching news again, reading the newspaper. I wouldn't read a newspaper, but I'll maybe... Well, not necessarily political stuff, but just stuff that's going on around the world. Interest, stuff that I find interesting in the worlds of maybe science and nature and astronomy and all that. Right. Sorry to just keep wolfing down the coffee, but it's my first one of the day and I love it. I do my fresh beans, grind them up, and it's a lovely little ritual of a morning. When I'm not out grafting her out and I've got a day like today where I could just working right out some doing bits and pieces. I love to grind my own beans. Right, so let me, what did I do last night? Is that what you're asking me? What did you get up to last night, mate? Well, let me tell you what I got up to last night in the, and I'll give you a clue, an audio 
clue as to what I did last night. Are you ready? <laughs> Alright! Stop, 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 stop. Probably get copyright strikes for that. What did you do last night? I went to see Dirty Sanchez, mate! I went to see the new Dirty Sanchez film with a couple of mates. Um, we went to the Everyman Theatre. Which if you don't know, or if you're not from the UK or whatever, or if you just don't know, is the theatre rooms are quite small, so you can only fit like a handful of people in there. And you're on like sofas, you can only buy, you've got to get two tickets so that you're both sat next to each other, which is great for, you know, if you're going on a date or whatever, because you're right snuggled up. But if you're going with your mates, I don't know, it's nice, thigh to thigh, I guess, nice. And you can order food and beverages to your seat, so you can have a big old... Well, I had a burger, mate. I had a burger and chips and a, a bottle of whatever the hell it was, that real sickly sweet cider. Ugh. But I didn't drink. My mates went out afterwards. They were like, oh, hey, mate, we've got shaggers. We're going to go out and... Uh. This was last night, and I was like, nah. I drove into town, just had one, and then dipped. And everyone was like, you can't go, you big old lettuce. Toxic they were, but I did it anyway. I left, and that's why I'm being able to do this because I didn't stay out and get shadow banned by them lads because they would probably still be out now. Absolute animals, and I'm not a part of it. I don't want to be a part of it. I'm on a health kick. We're on a health kick, so we have to fight against peer pressure um, and also the want to go out because it was an open mic night and that, and it did. Ugh. It would have been good, but. We live to fight another day, and then now I can remember the film, and it was ace, mate. Let's rev should we have a little review of it for those that care? Critics are saying it's amazing. I did. I always have a look, little look at Rotten Tomatoes, uh, and this is how I say tomato. Right, I say it like this: tomato, like tomato. Oh, GoPro. Rotten tomato, right? So just, that's how it is. It's oh, not oh. I always have a little dip onto Rotten Tomato, even though I don't trust it because what it. There's a film, a Shane Meadows film called Dead Man's Shoes, and it's one of the best, one of my favourite films of all time. And it gave, let me just see what it gave it, I'll tell you exactly what it gave it. Um, Dead Man's Shoes. It's somewhat absolutely ridiculous. 58%. 58% for Dead Man's Shoes, which is a 2004 film with Paddy Constantine. If you, if you haven't seen Dead Man's Shoes, it's a gritty British film, then I would recommend you check it out. It's ace. Really good. Definitely better than 58% on Rotten Tomato, and that's why... You can't really listen to anything Rotten Tomatoes says, but I always have a little jump on. You know, them ones, if you're having a little look through Netflix, you jump on Rotten Tomatoes and see just to see if it hasn't got slated. So I had a little look at what Jackass 4 had got. Let's see if it's changed. Jackass Forever. Uh, fresh. 
review. Netflix, 94% on Google, whoa. Is this good content or not? Probably not. <laughs> I can't, I can't, right. Good, you got good reviews anyway. So, we went to go and watch that and I'll tell you what mate, you can't, there's no spoilers, you can't really spoil it. Because there's no storyline, it is, we all know what Jackass is, but I loved it. I did think to myself, oh, this is going to be a bit tragic, with lads all a bit old, like, they're all, like, 50-odd. And uh, are they still going to be just, like, just getting their knobs out and fuck it, all that sort of stuff. And yes, they were, and yes, they did. And yes, it was amazing. I absolutely loved it. Because it was just funny, and it was like, the opening scene, and then it just starts, right, and it's just got... Chris Pontius, party boy on there, and it's just his dick, right, dressed up as Godzilla, just going through these streets attacking people, and it is it's just so stupid and hilarious. I was like, it's come at the perfect time for me. Just some full frontal male nudity and good old daftness. It was just daft, like, and there's a skit on it, that they're called Silence of the Lambs, where they get, they get, they all, they pair him up and they put him in this room, and there's a snake in this tub, and then they just kill the lights without telling them, they kill all the lights, and then just start fucking with them, like with cattle prods, electric cattle prods and all this, and it's, to see how scared people are in dark when they've got the night vision on them, it's hilarious, uh, and I laughed, and I'm not one for laughing at, like, I love a laugh, don't get me wrong, I love a bloody laugh, but I never, like, watch a film and just sit there get laugh like actually laughing out loud. I might find it amusing, but this was, I was actually laughed out loud a few times on, on this, just on how stupid it was. And a bit where Pontius makes his dick go real thick, he traps it between two see-through perspex things and it just goes flat and he uses it as a ping pong ball, the ping pong bat. It's just so stupid. And uh, that's just my kind of, Intellectual highbrow humour is just trapping your dick between two clear see-through perspex things, like a vice. So it was all his dick was squashed down to the, th it was so thin. It was excellent. Quite scientific in a way if you look at it from that angle. <laughs> anyway, I loved it. It's going to get a clear, if we're saying 10 is the best film I've ever seen, it's a good 8. It's a good 8 because it was just good fun. And it was nostalgic as well, because I grew up watching them crazy idiots and Dirty Sanchez and that. I luckily mates with um, Pritchard from Dirty Sanchez now, which is crazy, but I grew up watching all that sort of stuff because I liked skating and all that. And you just don't get it these days. It's just, I think they're last, they're last of a dying breed. So it was real good. It was a nice tribute to Ryan Dunn at the end. And um, I'll give it 8 out of 10. Would definitely recommend. So today I've woken up quite chipper. Because I had me one bottle of sickly sweet cider or whatever it was. And that was it. I was home in good time. I've had a good night's kip. This is, how, this is what I do for that. Well, I'll just throw you out for people that really do care. But I'm sure you, a lot of you don't. The major In fact, there's probably only about, literally, there's probably about eight people listening to this. Right, you see? Can you see? 
Clean Greens Super Blend. 11 super rich green foods to support skin and energy. And who doesn't like good skin and good energy? Um, what's it got in it? I hear no one ask. Wheatgrass, <laughs> nettle, parsley, spirulina, sea greens, seaweed, kale seed, sprouts, fre all, uh, fennel seed, peppermint leaf, green tea, ginger, all the good stuff, heaped teaspoon of that, and I mix it with a little bit of water and some like clean juices, just to give it a bit more taste. I top it up with more water till it's a pint, and then that's the first thing I do. So I get up, I'll bosh myself one of them, it sort of rehydrates me, and gives me a bit of energy, and then I'll do a little bit of exercise. But all that is, all that is, is just, I mean, it's me just flailing my arms about like a madman, like spin my arms around, just get blood flowing to the brain and to the to me extremities and just to me, it just wakes me up. So rehydrate and just get your blood flowing. And it's the best way to start any day. It takes two seconds and it changes your, it changes your whole outlook because you've, you've gone from being like, Ugh, another day, you're quite tired, you're quite like achy or whatever. Rehydrate, shake your system up a little bit and you're good to go. And then I get me ground coffee beans on to go. And then I get this. <laughs> this is content. This is good content, is this, innit? Come on. There. Fresh fresh tub of mealworms. Got an extra. I've gone, I've gone through these, like. And then I go out into the back garden and I put my mealworms down and my robin spots and I just sit on the bench out there for a little bit if, if it's not pissing it down. And I wait till robin comes. Um, because it's a new robin, I did have a, I did, for anyone that's, who didn't know, I did train a robin to come and be my mate and land on my hand and stuff like that and eat from my hand during lockdown, but I think it died. <laughs> it One day it just wasn't there and I got back from a long hike that I'd done for a two week hike and he just, he'd gone. And in my mind he's out there living his best life, but in reality he's dead, isn't he? Medic. So, um, a new Robin has moved into the garden, but he slash, he slash she is very... My Robin was a bit dishevelled. He had like... He looked like it had been through it a bit. Like, he looked like a bit of a junkie. A bit of a... Yeah, a bit of a baghead sort of Robin, my one. And this one is a bit... Well-to-do. Not as desperate, I guess, as... Uh, Old Robert was a bit desperate, my one. So he, that's probably why he landed on my hand through necessity. Whereas this one has got options because it's younger and fitter. It's very sexy. Is that the right thing you can say about a Robin? I guess you can, yeah. It's a good looking Robin. Um, and I'm training it. And I don't, I, I'm trying to think of a name for it as well. So maybe this is what you can help me with. You could help me with a name for my Robin. It just looks like a normal Robin, but it's got these like two little white streaks down the side of it um, but I don't want to call it Bob or Robert or out like that I want to call it like something that's like Warlord or fucking something like that Spleen Spleen Spleenhead no 
Warlord or Thunderbollocks. Something like that. So maybe gives it a bit of a hand on that. We'll name the Robin and I'm going to keep training it and I'm going to get it to land on my hand again. My phone's going wild because I've been putting a group for a stag do and it's going meant. It's going crazy, right? Put it over there. Ignore it, ignore it. Brain's all over the place. But and do you know what as well? With having ADHD, which I'm, I do in droves, and I've got a lot of ADHD floating around my noggin, one of the things with it is I'm fucking, I almost scared of uh, committing to dates in my diary, which I know it's bad, especially when you've got your own businesses and that, but I get anxiety, like they're planning this stag do now and it's like, right, for summer, like June or whatever it is. I'm like, I don't know what I'm gonna be doing in June. I don't know how I'm gonna feel in June. And I can't, it just gives me a really, I can't handle making plans. I'd much more, I much prefer to be spontaneous and just like, I feel like doing it now, let's do it. Which I know you can't do with a stag do for over 20 people. <laughs> right lads, I feel like doing it, come on. Grab your L plates. Grab your L plates and your special brews, we're off. Grab the gaffer tape and we'll set. I'll tell you what, Rachel Gillis, the biggest animal that I could sell a tape to a lamppost is my mate Ollie. <laughs> he'll, he'll get sell a tape to a lamppost. Right, let's bring up Patreon. It's good, ain't it? I've got my laptop here and that. Uh, posts. <laughs> I hope you're all doing well anyway. What day is it? I don't even know. It doesn't matter what day it is, does it? When will I bring this out? It doesn't matter, does it? Who knows? Who really cares? But I hope you're all doing well. Fighting the good fight, as I like to say. There's a lot of bullshit going on at the moment, isn't there, with politics. We're in our country, of the UK. And the feels at the moment, like, so I've not been on, I don't, for anyone who, who follows me on Instagram and stuff like that, they'll know that I've not been on there for well over a week, not posted anything, not done any stories, not been on there, not done out on YouTube or anything. And it's because sometimes there's a feeling in, in the air of like, or for me anyway, of like, I just don't want to be involved <laughs> I don't want to be involved with the world at the moment because whatever's going on with our government and the rising prices of living and oh, just the bullshit parties and then all this stuff with Joe Rogan and cancel culture and it feels just like a big old dirty frustrating thing. But I, I only feel it, like viscerally feel it, if I get involved with it, if I read about it, if I go online. And then you sort of feel like you have to have an opinion, don't you? Like this Joe Rogan thing, I'm like, oh, I've read so many fours and against, you're like, oh my God, I can't just sit on the fence, I must have an opinion. You don't have to. So I decided, I don't want to have an opinion, I'm just going to remove myself from the, from social media and that at the moment because it just feels too 
stressful, but not in a real way, in a way that everybody's just virtue signaling and making things, making mountains out of molehills and that. So I like to take a step back and just um, feed me Robin, stuff like that, like stuff that's real. Go and have a campfire, do all this sort of stuff. Not even filming it at the moment, I'm just doing, doing it for myself, doing a bit of mushy uh, foraging, all my good stuff. To, that's real and I'm not getting involved with Instagram. I'll be back, but at the moment it's just a it's a bit of a It's not good for my noggin This is what someone told me the other day. They were like, look mate, if you're suffering like with anxiety or if you're struggling with like Because you know sometimes everything, not necessarily anxiety even, it's just like Everything can be a bit much, can't it? I don't care how strong-willed you are or you pretend to be Everybody sometimes gets a little bit overwhelmed and um, so this woman was like, right, so you put your hand out like this. This is a quick, this is a top tip for anybody who is suffering from like a little bit of anxiety or you're in your own head or whatever it may be. Um, she said, just get your hand. This is for people just listening. I'm holding my hand up and I'm going to rub my finger, like outlining all my fingers. So rub it around your fingers. And as you go up the outside of your thumb, she says, breathe in. To the top, round the other side and breathe out. Up that finger, round up the other side. Breathe out, but take your time in doing it and just trace over your whole hand and you'll feel instantly more calm and just better. And I know it's probably just because you're taking the time to breathe and focus on something else, but it really does work. So give it a go guys, if you're feeling a little bit shitty. <laughs> Right, come on. Stop trying to tell people how to live. Published. Let's jump back in here, shall we, and answer, let's finish off these questions for you. Uh, finish off these questions. Right, view. Let's get into it, mate. Quick q and I'll do this quick Q&A, and then I'm gonna tell you that, because like, on here on Patreon, I'm gonna start, Giving you exclusives, mate. And I'll tell you what I'm, what I'm going to be up to. Normally, I don't like to say too much of what I'm going to be up to, just in case I change my mind or fail. But you guys can come with me. Failure or not, because we might fail together. Right. Can you hear the phone going mad? We're going to reload me brew. All right, ooh, here we go. Reload. Uh-oh. Oh, I haven't recorded any of that audio. Fuck. Fuck. Terrible. Wow, oh, mate, I just realized that I've not recorded any of that audio. Now. Now audio's better. Oh, I'm sorry. This can't go out oh, without putting my microphone on. <laughs> what an absolute clunge. That's me, clunge face. Sorry. Oh, right, well, this can't go out as an audio only now because that's shocking audio, isn't it? Bollocks. I've really fucked up. I've goofed, I've goofed, I've goofed, so it'll be real tinny, the first bit of this podcast will be so tinny, 
because of um, my goof up. Oh, well, I'll see what it sounds like when I edit it. And if it's terrible, I won't put it out. But otherwise, I'm sorry for the first 27 minutes. Sorry about that. Oh, no. Okay, well, we'll rattle through a few of these now that um, we've got nice audio. Red or Zed, any chance of more vids on the rock climbing and other hobbies? How to peel a squirrel would be good, patron only one. How many pelts to make a cloak? Also, how many badgers would you fight before being overwhelmed? Yeah, I'll let you look at some more hobbies, my old fruit whisperer. And there's no amount of badges that could overwhelm me. I'll just boot the living shit out of all of them. Alex Render. Love the... Oh, that's annoyed me, that man. Going 27 minutes with not, with, without doing audio. The, and this is why we're... Uh, this is why we're in Dojo. The Patreon Dojo. Sorry to everyone on Patreon for using... using like for You're just my training partners... This is the gym, this is the dojo. And we're training, and we don't get it right all the time. So that was a big goof, that. And so normally, that first 27 minutes, if this was my podcast going out to the world, I would have to redo it all, wouldn't I? And remember what I said, or just freestyle it again. And But because we're Patreon, and we're all here for each other's mistakes, as well as our triumphs, we can just put it out, hopefully, and you won't. Judge me too hardly, harshly. But I judge myself harshly because I'm a perfectionist, I think. And I feel like I've goofed there. And it might not be good enough. I'll, I'll watch it back and if it's absolutely dreadful, I'll redo it all. Or just cut it all out and have this bit. But we'll see. Right, mate. Alex Render. Love the videos, mate. You're a lock, you're a Yorkshire legend. I'm just getting gear sorted to start going wild camping. Would you recommend anywhere in North Yorkshire as a first camp trip? Keep up the good work, Hayes. And then he comes in again. Uh, um, I can't recommend anywhere, mate, unfortunately, because all my places, I have to keep them as um, secret as possible because they just get overrun and, and, and spoiled. And unfortunately... The way things are going at the moment is it's just becoming so popular and people, unfortunately, some people just don't adhere to the rules and they leave a bit of a mess. And even if people do adhere to the rules and leave no trace and that, it still puts pressure on an, on a on a place. If so many people are going, then all the deadfall is getting taken up, which isn't good for insects and stuff like that. There's always going to be... It's just people who don't know, not necessarily who are doing it on purpose, but just don't know how to correctly tidy a fire away or whatever it is. So get you sent up to Scotland, mate, where it's legal to camp anywhere. That's what I'll recommend to you. Get you sent up to Scotland. And he says, how many cans of faith would it take for you to choke slam a rhino? Do it sober, mate. Do it this morning after one and a half brews. Rose Baysby, hey Hazy, nice slippers, the moccasins actually, babe. My question, would you do a video tour of your mushroom room? Whenever you film in that room, I'm always intrigued by the stuff hanging out in it. Next question, 
If you were the mushroom king of mushroom land, what type of mushroom would you be? Yeah, well, I'll happily give you a little tour of this room and let you have a look at some of my artwork and bits and pieces and um, some of my mushroom art and stuff. That'll be another video. And if I was a mushroom, what type of mushroom would I be? Uh, probably just a liberty cap or a lion's mane. There you go. Should give one of them answers like on, uh, remember, what, oh, what's it called? With Scylla Black on it. The blind date. <laughs> I'd be like a button mushroom because you can certainly uh, do me up. No. No. What other ones would they do? I'd be like I'd be like a hedgehog mushroom because I'm short and a prick. <laughs> Jonathan Blower. Jonathan Blower. Blowhole. Okay, for your Q&A, what would you rather and why? A topless hunting trip on horseback, no saddle, with Vladimir Putin. Or an all-you-can-eat Korean buffet with Kim Jong-un. Or a snorkeling party at Donny Dome, Doncaster Dome with Michael Barrymore. Oh, it's a bit controversial for this early morning, isn't it, mate? I'm all sh I'm all love and light. That's how I'm I'm radiating love and light today. Feed like my, my little Robin interactions and all this. I'm trying to keep in a positive mind frame. And so sitting down to a Korean buffet with Kim Jong Un or snorkeling with uh, Michael Barrymore. And not it's not the one, is it? So <coughs> it's always going to be topless. A topless hunting trip on horseback with Vladimir Putin, of course. Can you imagine thumbnail for that video? Break the internet. Rachel Gillis, body pops her way back in. What's the largest animal you could single-handedly single, single -handedly cling film to a lamppost? I knew this earlier, didn't I? said my mate. My mate on his stag do. There you go, Ollie. Um, but nice to see that it got five likes there. Well done, Rachel. Grant Coyle. Inspirational, mate. What's your favourite adventure you've been on? Maybe I answered a few of these yesterday, last time. I can't remember, but my favourite adventure is the adventure of life, mate. Constantly on it. It's got its highs, it's got its lows. But God damn, it's fun. And, and we don't know when it'll end, and that's the beauty of it. Because it's finite and... You know, it could all end tomorrow, which makes it goddamn tear-jerkingly beautiful. Uh, Morgan Beck. <laughs> That's a cool name, mate. Morgan Beck. Good Morgan. All right, Hazy. Would you rather legs as long as your fingers or fingers as long as your legs? Also, how do you plan your wild camping spots? These questions are just dumb, aren't they? <laughs> Would you rather fight one-sized chicken bear or 15 bear-sized chicken nuggets? <laughs> but if I was honest about it, would you rather uh, legs as long as your fingers? Hold on. So fingers that are as long as my legs. So just really long fingers then. Or... Legs as long as my fingers. Well, that wouldn't work because I'll just be a. I, I, 
science wouldn't let me walk around, would it? Physics, whatever, art and design. So I'll go for massive fingers because you can always like, whip them off, can't you? It's easier just to chop my fingers down to then, like take a few knuckles out or whatever. I can't. The leg thing would just be too complicated. Devastating. Ben Setter. <clears throat> ben Setter. That sounds like a like a make of dog. Great video. I always enjoy kit videos. All my gear hangs from hooks on a shelf in my garage. And I really enjoy going through it all and organising it. <laughs> Sad bugger, I know. But it keeps me sane. You've not answered a question. You've not asked a question there, mate. You've just told us that you like to dangle your kit in your garage. Dangle your, dangle your junk in your garage. All right. John Paul Dudley. John Paul Dudley. Have you still got beef with Ray? <laughs> Have you still got beef with Big Ray for not giving you your copy of GTA back? I like it, mate. I like that. I like it. I like when people do little nod backs to silly jokes that I did a long time ago. Or little on-running jokes. Because I made a joke about... <laughs> I think I even wrote it on his Instagram at one point. Like, hey, Ray, where's... <laughs> I want my... Tell Ray's got my copy of Grand Theft Auto. Just stupid, innit? No, I've not got beef with Raymondo, mate. We're, look, put it this way. Real recognise... Ray recognise Rail. Rail recognise Rail. When it comes to me and Rail. And he watches. I know you're watching. I know you listen to me podcast. I know you're subscribed, Ray, but you're scared to come into the comment section. Um, He's probably got a pseudonym. Marlos Smith, Smiths. That's probably Ray. Um... Leeds Explorer. Leeds, Leeds, Leeds. Watching through some old videos the other night. Did Joey D ever post out that spoon to the young fan who sent him the Northern Monk gear? Yes, he did, mate. He uh, he sent. Uh, it was a young. It was a young lass, I think it was. Yeah, he did. He always comes good, does Joey D. He has to take a. There's been a few times he said that, and I've had to like email him, be like, "Oh, hey, mate, have you done it yet?" And he's like, "Oh, I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it." But yeah, he did. He did do it. All was well. Paul Dodsworth, we need to see your taxidermy for sure. How many rhinos you've got hidden away? Keep up the good work. <laughs> All the rhinos I've ever dealt with have been unrecognisable as rhinos afterwards, so they, they would make terrible taxidermy. You could probably just put them in a little, like a cup, because they're just pulp. Uh, I don't think I would want a rhino taxidermy, if I'm honest. Like, the thing about taxidermy, right, is that people think that I'm into it because I've got, like, a kingfisher and some butterflies and a scorpion and whatever. But I really am not, like, the, like, furred animals. Like, the tw the idea of having, like, a, a lion or a... a, a so, the, I like a deer antlers with, like, maybe the skull I find is cool. But then as soon as you start putting the fur on it and then some fake eyes on it, it's like, I don't want that in my house necessarily i'll have it in a hunting lodge well i'm up supping on my whiskey after a day out felling deer but oh in a nice quirky pub i like you know google the house of trembling madness in york if you want to see some cool taxidermy they've got a lion in there mate with a mouse on it inside its mouth absolutely nuts um but no my kingfisher is good because i've always wanted a kingfisher for reasons that are boring reasons really but 
I like butterflies and things like that. And insects are, are interesting and skulls I'm into. But the, the gear where it's like, it looks too much like the animal, like a furry animal or whatever, then not too into it. Ooh, I've lost where you were, mate. I've lost you. Anyway, right. Andy R. Andy R. Oh, right. How long have I been going, mate? Oh, I don't even know. Do we? We've gone been... That 27 minutes is going to ruin me, isn't it? I can't stop thinking about it. 27 minutes of terrible audio. Sorry. And yeah, love the gear room. Okay, so quick questions are... You should only just have one, mate, to be honest with you. Are the one thing you've always wanted to do but have never quite managed to do yet? Question mark. Also, all of the walks you have done, which one gave you the most insight into yourself, question mark. Top three latches of all time. Oh, come on. Come on, mate. Stop. Sorry. That's thing, innit, when you're in demand. I thought I'd turn that off. Dee dee. Right, what, sorry, mate. Love the Google. Oh, no, mate. <laughs> back, back off, mate. Back it off. Leave a message. Leave a message. Uh, hold on, he's throwing me in it. Right. Quite one thing you've always wanted to do, but have never quite managed to do it yet. Always wanted to do. I don't know. But I'll tell you summit, and I'll show you summit. This is I was I wasn't going to tell you guys this yet, but oh, it ties in with this question, I guess. There's these look, got all these different trails, mate. These are the national trail guides, and something that I've. Not always, but for a long time I've thought about is I would like to I would like to hike all the national trails. Oh someone's left a message. Should we, should we see if it's any good for good content? Hold on. Should we see? Let's have a listen. Good morning, my name's Dave Roger. Uh, my son's got a bit of a project that's happening in Micklefield uh, in the next couple of months, uh, and I'm wondering if you're interested in coming and have a chat with us um, with a bit of landscaping and things. Uh, if you can give me a call, please. On oh, 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 don't need your number, mate. Thanks very much. <laughs> this is the quality content, mate. Quality content. So, right, anyway, I'll tell you about it. The, the all the national trails is 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 roughly it's about two and a half thousand miles of trail. You're looking at well, if you were to do them all consecutively, you're looking at maybe they. Well, I have actually worked it all out. I don't have the stuff with me now because I'm doing it in. We're impromptu right now, but I did work it all out, and it was about 350 days if you were to go off what the trail guides 
predict the times that you'll do it in. It's 350 days of pure hiking. If you wanted to do all, and there is 15, so all 15 national trails. <coughs> um, it's stuff like the Pennine Way, the Cleveland Way, all the ways. There's um, and then there's the there's the one in that goes all around Cornwall, the Southwest Coastal Path. You're looking at about seven or eight weeks to hike that. And so my plan is, I've not told anyone this. You're not first people I'm telling. Uh, because I don't want to fail. Even I might even do a hike or two off it and not say out. But I don't mind telling you guys because we're here together, aren't we? You're my crew. So yeah, that was, that's my big plan for this year was to... I was going to do all the national trails within a year. So that's some serious miles, some serious hikes. And I was going to just take you guys along with me. So I was going to document my tr the, each trail as a separate sort of video and put it all together and just see if I can do it. See if my feet hold up. See if you know, I'll have to be hiking through all weathers and my kit will, my kit will change as I go through the seasons and depending on the sort of hike that it is. And I'd planned to set off, I was supposed to set off a couple of weeks ago, but some personal stuff went on and, you know, one thing after another. But we're getting there at the moment, mate. Look, I've just got all my... Big, bo big box of food for those just listening. I mean, no one's listening to this, just listening. This is just Patreon only, so whatevs. Real termat. These things are unbelievable. Unbelievable trail food. Like anyone who knows, it's unbelievable trail food, and I had to wait for that to turn up. Which it's here now. I've got all my maps, everything sort of falling into place. I just didn't want to rush off and leave. I've got so many responsibilities. You've heard my phone just blowing up with people wanting me, wanting the gardens doing. I feel like I'm stretched. Like, uh, <laughs> like I feel like I'm a cup of Kiara. On my best day, I'm like Kiara. No. Yeah, oh no. Like Robinson, like juice. And I feel like I'm having too much water poured in me. And I've gone past that sweet spot. And I'm now just becoming just like more water than Kiara. I don't know what I'm saying there, but I feel like I'm just stretched thin. <laughs> and so I wanted to get on top of everything, tie up all my loose ends and whatever, and then jump into my national trail guide because I'm going to have to do these trails because like one will be maybe, it'll take two weeks to do it or a week or three weeks. And then I've got to come back, do all my graft, see me family and friends you know, tend to me robin, get water plants, do me garden, mow me lawn, all that, and then off back out again to do it. So it's going to be a logistical nightmare. And that's probably one of the reasons why I, I didn't say anything, because I didn't want to say, oh, I'm doing this thing on my YouTube channel, and then it all just crumbles around me, and I've got, then I feel the, the pressure to do it is just overwhelming. So, so I didn't want to say out. So I'll just tell you, because I'm excited about it as well. I really want to do it. Now, where I'm going to start, so I've chosen, this is between the two, right, are these two, which is the 
for people just listening, it's the the Cleveland way and the Yorkshire Wolds way. And both of these finish in Filey, right? The, the, they both have the same finishing spot in Filey, which... So from Filey, it's not too far to man. You get the train from Scarborough back to York. So it's not too far. So I thought I would use these two hikes to sort of bookend the whole adventure. And then I'm, I'm just sort of de- deciding which one to start with and which one do I end with? Like, that's my that's what I've been thinking. Because the Cleveland Way is a trail that my granddad had done. He, it's one of the ones he's done and I'd like to follow in his footsteps and, and do that. And it, and it walks through Whitby where I, where I, um, it's my hometown where I grew up. And so it would, it would, there'd be a lot of significance in that one. So maybe that would be the one to end it on because there's so much significance and all. Yeah, definitely end it on that. I've talk, there we go. We've ironed it out. So we end on the Cleveland way and we start on the Yorkshire Wolds way, which I'm going to be doing soonish. As soon as I've tied up all my loose ends and got a grip on everything, got me sent into some, just a healthy mind frame, we're going to, we're off. We're going to start the challenge. So thanks there. I'll just, thanks for your question. But that, that's what I've always wanted to do and I'm going to do it, mate. So there you go. Of all the walks you've done, which one gave you the most insight into yourself? I'll tell you this, when I did the coast to coast, I thought to myself, because I'd done long distance hikes, but nothing like, I don't know, actually I had done the Adrian's Wall and stuff like that, but with this one at the time of my life that I was at, I really wanted to to get stuff out of it because I'd just come out of a, a long 10 year relationship um, and I was I had a lot of questions, I had a lot going on in my life and I thought, you know what, this is going to be... It's just going to be like a story. I'm going to start eyeing all these things out and then when I get to the end and I'll be a new man and I'll feel great. It doesn't It doesn't come to you until a long time afterwards, I think. Because what happens is you're so, you're so tired because you're walking. Well, I was walking like, you're walking like 20 miles a day. You're hungry and your brain just wants to get, you want to just get to that next destination. You want to just get to the your camp spot or you want to get to the pub or you want to get to the next place. And that's what I was, I'm solely driven by that. It's, uh, and so I was thinking, I had to force myself to think about stuff like that. I was like, right, here we go. I'm, I'm going to think about it. I, am I a good person? Am I a good father? Am I a good friend? Um, what do I want from life? All these questions, I had to force myself and it feels forced. I'm like, right, am I, am I, am I doing this right? Am I doing that right? But then you just—it's really difficult, mate, to have a an epiphany when you when you're keyed into sort of getting to a destination and achieving your goals and stuff, which is which is what I like about it, mate. Cause it sort of puts the blinkers on um, for everything else. So yeah, I mean, it gives you insight without by not letting you get inside yourself too much and that is a beautiful thing and it's not until um days weeks months afterwards after you've finished a big hike like that that you start to sort of see what it was about and and like the story arc and everything like that so don't know if i've answered that good or not (laughs) i don't know what i think anymore Top three latches of all time. I don't know, mate. Check out Latch and Locks on Instagram for um, up-to-date Latch and Lock information. 
Right, how long have I been going? Too long. We've gone nearly an hour, have I? Damn, I just jumped on here quickly because I was like, well, I'm buzzy, I'm from coffee, Robin. Right, come on, Kevin Davies, my question. How do I stop shouting, medic, at every dead animal I see? Friends and family keep looking at me strange. I laugh, try to explain, but they don't get it. Keep the videos coming. Love everything you do. Do you want, do you want an exclusive? Do you want to show you this exclusive? Right, hold on. <coughs> I'm back. <laughs> Just been to the west wing of the house. I'm exhausted. Check this out. This is new merch, mate. New merch. New merch. It's not even dropped yet. I've not even brought it out yet, but... So... The logo is smaller and just more like subtle, but check out this. And I did it myself. Don't you worry about it. Don't know if you can see. Oh. She's a bit wrinkly. Just been test driving it. It says medic <laughs> in, I chose this, I found this font, which is a, uh, Oh, come off it, mate. Thorns. And there it is, look. That's on back. That's on front. And it'll be available in T-shirts and hoodies. And for those just listening, it is a deer skull. And it says medic between the antlers in thorns. And I'm very proud of that because I made it myself. I did it myself, and I really like it. It looks cool, man. It looks cool when it's on, um, and I'm looking forward to uh, to letting people have a chance to get it and um, get involved in medic. <laughs> so that'll be out. That's another thing I had to do before I go on my trails is do that spinning plates I am making. Because I did all that myself. I don't, you know... I don't have anyone helping me with all this stuff, with my websites, and I run my landscaping website, I run my outdoor website and blogs, and I do all sorts, mate, I do all sorts. Sometimes, uh, sometimes it gets a little bit hard, but it's worth it, mate, and these are the fruits of my labour, <laughs> and so there it is. And I'll let you know, I'll let you know when it goes live. It'll be in the next, I'm waiting to receive, um, that's the demo of the t-shirt. I'm waiting to receive the hoodie so I can give that a spin and see if I like it. And then once I've okayed them both, they'll be going live on my shop. So I shall let you know as soon as they're available. Um, boom. Right, Sam Dobson, hey up, Hazy. Have you ever been in your tent and someone has sent you a pic of it from outside whilst you're inside? Question mark. Yeah, me neither, lol. That's awful of you. <laughs> Imagine if it was you, Samuel Dobson. Nah, but um, no, I have had that though when I've had been in my tent, and I think you know, you've nursed fine well, haven't don't you? But let me tell you this, I went to, uh, well, you probably, if you uh, follow my YouTube channel, you'll know, but I went to stay in the, um, this haunted, well, it's not haunted, but I went to stay in this folly that gives me bad vibes recently again. I'd been in there before and got bad vibes from it. And so I decided to go back because I thought it would make an interesting video and I'm always, I like to challenge my, you know, if, if something scares me, I like to go back and see if I can 
overcome it, maybe rationalise it. But there was no overcoming it or rationalising it. It was it was as uh, it was as freaky as the first time I went, um, and I don't know why. It, it was just all in my own head. But and I'll I'll fill you in on this little secret. Listen, right. <laughs> So right near the end, if you go on that video and you look in the comment box, everyone's like, oh, did you see that head that someone poked its head round corner? Da, 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 da. And all that is, is right. I, 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 that's me. I went round and poked my head round thing and then I fr- and then I cut that bit out of the shot because it's, a, it's on a tripod. And then I cut that bit out of the shot and put it like, oh, it took me, it, put this way, it took fucking ages for me to do it, farting about. Uh, but it was totally worth it, mate, because all the um, the DMs I've had on Instagram and I've all these things, people are like, oh, did you see that, Ed? And people have, like, t- took ages trying to screen grab it because it only came on real quick. <laughs> so there you go. Behind the scenes, you get an exclusive, you're getting a behind the scenes. So that was my head poking. It's out around the 24-minute mark. You can just see my head poking around, this, uh, around the window just ever so quickly in and out. <laughs> my plan was to do it on the night, but I fucking scared myself too much. I scared myself, right? Just talking about how scared I was on the camera or how freaky things were, it scared me. And so the, the idea of what I wanted to set up was terrifying to the point where it scared me too much. Like I couldn't even do it. So I didn't. I just did it in the, in the, in the sober light of day where it's less scary, but it still freaked people out. And I had people uh, sending me pictures of, like, the stone and, like, look at that. And there's at one point, right, there's honestly, it looks like a devil's face in the stone looking down at me. All sorts of freaky stuff, mate. Yeah, in a week or two's time, my mate Joe is allowed out for a, a night camping. And I'm tempted to take him to the folly and see what he makes of it and see if we can uh, <laughs> see if we can freak each other out. But if we do any little... Um, <clears throat> like set any little things up, like little scary bits and pieces up. I might let you guys in on it so that you can share in the joys with me. Right, I'm taking too long here and I'm waffling on. Uh, when oiling up to fight a large animal like a rhino, you mentioned in a previous video, what is your oil of choice for optimum aerodynamics? I just use spit. I just cu- I just use spit, mate, because it's always you've always got it on you. Yeah. Robbie McCarthy would like to see you actually choosing kit for a specific trip from this room and what choices you make and why you opt for the one thing over the other. That's interesting, mate. I might do that for you. It's not as good as you may think. It's just literally just me just chucking like, right. I will actually do that. Actually, I've just talked myself into it. That does sound good. (coughs) Hazy, any, any useful info on trekking poles? (sighs) Yeah. But right now, uh, I'm up to Brecon Beacons. A couple, any useful info on trekking poles? Yeah, if you're going long distance, like multi multi day, the core candle ones are a lot kinder on your hands. And I would get some real thin fingerless gloves anyway, just to sort of stop them from from rubbing on your skin. But that's only for like when you're using them extensively. Dave Dryner, fan of the show, Dave Dryner. Nice film, thanks for sharing. I'm impressed by how organised and tidy everything is. I try to organise my gear, but having a box each for fishing, camping and kayaking kit, stuff tends to be multi-purpose and just ends up in a big jumbled mess. Just a thought on the broken knife. I've acquired 
have inquired if it can be repaired, question mark. I'm always told a weld is stronger than the steel it joints. Could it be salvaged? Yeah, mate. Well, I've got mates who make knives and stuff, like Luke and that. And so when I get my shit together... um, So my mate Luke, who uh, does my knives with me, he's got his own workshop and stuff and does knife-making tutorial so you can go and spend a weekend or whatever it is and make your own knife and you get to take it away with you and learn all the process and do it yourself which is great and I thought it would be good for me to do that and film the the process so I think I'm going to go there over to Luke's studio and film myself making a knife for YouTube and just to let you see the you know, all the little different steps and I might take that broken knife through when I go and see what we can do. And so I'll let you know. Artist formerly known as Shitlord. Very interested to hear that you're into taxidermy. Did you stuff Joey Von Soul Glow's barnet with Leo Sayers Brillo pads? <laughs> no, brother. I haven't seen Joe for so long, mate. He's 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 we don't live in the same place, you see. He lives you know, he's about an hour and a half, two hours away, and he's got his two bands now, so I haven't seen him for ages, man. I'm looking forward to seeing him uh, in a couple of weekends, so hopefully we'll get a podcast together when I'm with him, and we'll make a video, and we'll do some bits and pieces, but I'm really looking forward to it. Right, that's the end of the questions, and that is the end of the podcast. Uh, sorry, it's prattled on for so long, and I'm sorry for the first 27 minutes of audio that tinny, relentless audio. If you've bet, if you've stuck with me this long, I really do appreciate it. Um, I love you all. Take care of yourselves, and I shall see you again soon. Bye for now. <laughs>